You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. How insanely predictable were MJ's comments when asked about the streak between Russell Westbrook and James Harden? You know, MJ is the like quintessential old head. Like he's become Al Bundy, but Al Bundy that could actually like back it up, you know? Like back in the day, he could yeah. back it up. I don't know if he can now. He always says he can, and everybody was scared to question it. I'm inclined to believe him. And this is predictable as you could possibly get. Michael Jordan, when asked about what is a more impressive streak between James Harden's 30-point streak and Russell Westbrook's triple-double streak, he didn't give you either one of those. He just said, I'm more impressed with the six championships that I won. Yeah. Like that, how, That's not relevant, Michael. That's great. That's impressive. It's impressive. That's a phenomenal job. I asked you about Russell Westbrook and James Harden. No, Can you give it, us that? No, he wanted to go. Like He's probably setting up to play in D. Wade's spades party later on this week. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I need to get ready. I need to get warmed up. Let me just drop the big joker. Let me just drop it right there. And he always he carries that thing in his pocket. He's yes. always ready to drop it. It doesn't matter. I remember, wasn't it, was it Michael who said he could still beat or he actually did beat MKG in a one-on-one game, like his rookie season? Did he say that? I feel like I'm not making that up. I hope he didn't. I feel like that was out there from Michael Jordan. But also, we hear the six championship comments. We hear that constantly. Hey, Michael, how are you doing? Good. I won six championships, by the way. And that's what it, that's the having a conversation with Michael Jordan. Sir, this is a Wendy's. This is yeah, right. <laughs> I won six championships. That's great. Go ahead with your order. That's but the Michael Jordan we know. It illustrates for me the thing that I always talk about when we discuss Michael Jordan's legacy or Kobe Bryant's legacy or any of of the real NBA greats that that try to do it on their own. These people are by definition insane. Like they are they are narcissistic to the max, mm-hmm. and they would not, I posit, that they would not have been as successful as they were if they were not this way. Like, you cannot separate the things that Michael Jordan achieved with that press conference. And I'm not saying that LeBron James has a halo over his head. I agree with you, but also LeBron isn't that to what we've seen, right? Like He's given us some comments, but he's not that. MJ is... Oh, no, no. Yes, he is. He just does a better job of hiding it right now. And I'm naive enough to buy into it then, because I don't think he's... Yes, you are. I don't think he's that. Oh, no. I don't think there's anybody... How many rings rings does LeBron have? Yeah, right. Thank you. Yes, he's not that. I'm just saying, like, he has... And and he has not achieved that level of (laughs) success. He hasn't. Yes. So, rings... He's got six championships. Is that the only argument I need, Sean? Yes, it is. Like, no, no, that's no, no. All you Here's need. the thing. We think Magic Johnson's not the same. He's got five. <laughs> Again, Magic smiles in front of the camera, but we all know he's just as cutthroat. Look at what he tried to do last week. Wasn't it Michael who said that he could also dunk? I'm pretty sure he said he could dunk at the age of 50. Yes. I'm pretty sure he did say he that. He absolutely said that in a video to a camp because you know how I know that? I aggregated that story for time. Got me a ton of clicks. Too. Well, he and, and there's no way. <laughs> of course. Of course, Nada makes this about him and his clicks <laughs> right. and his articles. Nada's got six rings. Nada is the real He's champion. got six clicks. Uh, he's got six at least. That's all you have to do. And I feel like I remember seeing that video of it. It looked like that goal absolutely could have been nine feet. 
It, it, oh, it was. You're, it was. It wasn't 10 feet, right? No. Weren't there, weren't there questions? And this is also the guy that I feel like would brag about his six championships and that he could still participate today in the NBA after walking the streets of New York with a Henny in his hand. Of course. Here's the other thing, though. I'm pretty sure he brags about Space Jam. I'm pretty sure he brags <laughs> about would. beating the Monstars. You see my arms stretch out? I haven't seen anybody else do it. It's amazing. Beat the Monstars. I would brag about it as well. Check us all out on Twitter. We're here with the Locked On Hornets podcast by the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm on Twitter at Walker Mail, Nada at Nada the Scribe. Make sure you see Nada's new AV, by the way. I cannot wait for the mixtape to drop, Nada. Make sure you let us know about that date. And you can find Doug at Doug Branson, LOH. Find the show handle on most social media platforms at Locked On Hornets. I think the only thing you're missing in your mixtape cover is blonde hair, Nada. That's what I want to see. That's the only thing that makes that picture any better. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring I'm back the blonde. I'm here for blonde, not uh, blonde-haired, not a. We'll see in the summer. Some, I'm down with that. If the Hornets drive me crazy enough, we'll see in the summer. All Star Weekend here. I'm excited for it. It seems like Charlotte is trying its best to get ready for it. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the Charlotte podcast. Go check it out. We had a good time. That was dropped yesterday. So, again, you can follow them. I believe it's at like CLT podcast. I'll try to get that handle for you. But CLT we, podcast on Twitter. Yep. Yes. And they just dropped it yesterday. So, we've had 24 hours. I want to talk about our celebrity all star guest or all star, not guests, but our draft selections that we had. I, w- I was hosed. I was hosed in that selection. I hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just think you straight up lost. Well, so uh, explain to me what happened. So you drafted celebrity all stars from this crop, all time, all time. Oh so God! Anyone, if you did it from this crop, that'd be that would not be a, a great. This is not a bumper crop. <laughs> yikes! Of I, celebrities, I will refrain from discussing the celebrity all star game as I am covering it, and I don't want anybody throwing hands on me on the red carpet. You can't give us opinions. Well, that's I don't. I don't think. Do you? This care? is just so. Like, why did Charlotte drop the ball on the celebrity all star game? It just seems like something that's so Charlotte. There like, are so many people that I did not uh, know that were playing in this game. I wish there were more people that were famous in this game. Bad just Bunny? Not. Who's Bad Bunny? I didn't know. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You haven't heard that Cardi B song with Bad Bunny on it? I'd take Bugs Bunny, speaking of Space Jam. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. Jeez. Where's Bugs Bunny? We'll talk more about it. Anyway, who, what are your teams? Give me your uh, teams. I'll judge them. I'll tell you who had the better team. You, you want to do it now or you want to do it later? Give you the all-star teams yeah, now. There's you- a lot. We got five. Your decision, Pod Dad. All right, let's go. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about our celebrity all-star teams. Maybe we'll throw some Charlotte Hornets in there on the Locked On Hornets podcast. Who knows? It's one of those days. Stick around with us here. It's LOH on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Hornets. We need Mitch Kupchak to throw a party like Sam Presti. Can he party like Presti? And Russell Westbrook? (laughs) Yeah, but who are you going to get to perform? Because remember, they got Nas. They did get Nas. Man, who is Mitch Kupchak getting to that party to perform? Can we get Nelly? No. Master P! (laughs) I hate you right now. (laughs) It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. We're giving you daily Hornets talk in your podcast feed. We need you to show your support by joining our Patreon page. For as little as $1 a month, you'll be supporting the content that you depend on. Go to patreon.com slash LOH again. Patreon.com slash LOH. So just like we said before break, 
Nada and I both drafted our top five all-time celebrity all-stars. We made a team. We also had John, who is of the Charlotte podcast. He drafted his five all-stars, knew way more at the top of his head than either Nada and I did. And I did my research. This guy was giving us Quavo stats at the top of the dome, knew his field goal percentage at the top of his dome. And the last time that Quavo played in the All-Star game, which is just last year, I believe, maybe yeah, two years ago. Which should mean we should remember it, but oh well. Yeah, I think it was, right. I think it was like 7 of 10, that Quavo shot. He actually impressed you a little bit, but he did not make either of our squads. Did he make your squad? Oh, no, he made my squad. So he not a drafted pick. Him. So we had, it was not Snake. I did have the privilege of going first, and so I did get the added advantage of it not being a Snake draft. As soon as I picked, not a pick to John pick, I get... The next exact, I get the fourth selection. So it didn't go, it really wasn't fair in that regard. I still capitalized on my picks. Terrell Owens, first selection. He is the best player to ever play in the Celebrity All-Star game. It's a professional athlete. He dunked like five times. I'm taking Terrell Owens. I've got Arnie Duncan as my Mm -hmm. second overall pick. Fourth overall selection. Arnie Duncan. I mean, that's the guy that I believe played. He played for Harvard. He was of the Department of Treasury. So you under basically Barack Obama. picked a bunch of ringers. Yeah, I, well, I played, you cheated. I played. You cheated the system. I, I absolutely capitalized on the system that was given yeah, to me. Yeah, he co-captained the Harvard varsity basketball team. Averaged like ten points a game and was flirting with a triple double in his celebrity All Star appearance. Kevin Hart gave him the MVP, in which he rightfully deserved. Yeah. 20 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists in that game. Almost <laughs> and, had a... And dimes. Like, behind-the-back yeah. dimes from Arnie Duncan. Well, he's he listen, he was a member of the government. He should be giving to the people. Arnie Duncan, <laughs> Terrell Owens. I also selected J. Cole, who caught an alley-oop, I believe, homer from Kevin pick. Hart. J. Cole is a little bit of a homer pick, but also you dunk in a celebrity all-star game. I'm going to pick you. Speaking of which, J. Cole, you too good to play in this game? You too play too good to play in your home. I wish he would play in this game, but at least we do get to save the energy for the performance. Yeah, the halftime show. I can get down with that. Uh, I had my my Mister Irrelevant was Justin Bieber, who showed you some skills out there, and I forget my other pick that I felt really good about. So obviously not good enough to remember, but I'll try to remember it. They're not a give me some of your players that you had. All right, I had Quavo, I had Kevin Hart, I had George Clooney. (laughs) Dan Cortez. I'm Batman. Your your guys are more famous than my guys. Exactly. I have Justin and Bieber had, to help me out. I forgot who the fifth guy was. You both, you both forgot your, yeah. your final player. Yeah. This, is, this is fantastic. I forgot my final player. If we're running four on four, though, I'm still taking my team, even with the Beebs as my last pick. We got who, who Do you like those cores for our teams? Yeah, no, I think both of you made some solid choices. I, I tend to go with Nada. I mean, I, I mean, you know. Oh, that is outrageous. Did either of you pick Win Butler? No. It was taken. No, John did. John, oh, okay. John okay. took Win Butler. And that was the biggest thing that could have happened. Miller automatically let John win that because he picked Win Butler. And that was the number one selection heading into that. And yet, I feel like Terrell Owens is getting cheated here. Win's a winner. Okay. I feel like my celebrity all-star team was better. And then also, by the way, I do remember my pick. It was Jason Sudeikis, who has the best three-point field goal percentage of any individual all-star to ever take place. Best dribbler, I think, in my opinion. Jason Sudeikis Sudeikis just has a really tight, low-to-the-ground dribble. It surprised the hell out of me. I'll roll with Jason Sudeikis. I've got Sudeikis. Man, you're just not beating that team. My backcourt is too strong. (laughs) I'm throwing up alley-oops. It's so strong. The lowest dribble, of course, was Kevin Hart. Yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) I was about to say. I had Kevin Hart. 
he's dribbling up to his shoulder, and it's still lower than everybody else's. Right. Sudeikis could not get as low as Kevin Hart could, even though he absolutely tried. Thanks for joining us here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. We're coming to you from the Gittimer.com studios in Uptown Charlotte. If you're in sales and need help, visit Gittimer.com today to learn how they can help you do the one thing you want to do, and that's make more sales. Should we talk Charlotte Hornets now? They got the Orlando Magic coming off of an Indiana Pacers game. It was a bad performance against the Indiana Pacers. The bench was awful. You saw James Borrego talk about the second unit failing to step up. And Nada, we talked about it. When you go up against a bench as good as the Indiana Pacers without Tony Parker, it's going to be extremely tough to come out on the positive side of the plus minus. I was just surprised defensively how bad they were. Because every time the starters would at least keep it close. Because Indiana wasn't hitting shots for a good portion of that game until the bench came in. Heated everybody up, made it a little bit more efficient. And it was, like I said yesterday, it was a reminder of everything that went wrong last year with this team. It was just the bench couldn't hold any points, couldn't score either. And then Borrego got desperate, started throwing people out there that we hadn't seen in a while. guy like Frank Kamensky came out there, shot, got his shots up real quick, found himself on the bench real quick too. The Frank Dan Dockich saga continues, by the way. Did you see that Dan Dockich and him went at it again on Twitter last night? No. So Dan Dockich, ill-advised, easy guy to dislike, ego as massive as anybody's out there, maybe more than Michael Jordan's. He also constantly praises himself for holding Michael Jordan in a game that Indiana and North Carolina played back in whenever the hell Dan Dockich played in the 80s or so. So you look at Dan Dockich, he tweets out a box score of the Indiana Pacers and Charlotte Hornets game, and it just so happens that you see Frank Kaminsky play four minutes, go 0 for 2, have a minus 4 plus minus, and... That high? Right. And so Dan Dockage puts that out there, and it's obvious that he's making a joke at Frank Kaminsky, who we have seen the battles between them before. And then Frank Kaminsky, he tweets back at him, and he talks about how Dan Dockage is a cyber bully and doesn't really give you a whole lot more there. So you saw some other Charlotte Hornets tweet. It seemed like Miles Bridges came to the defense of Frank Kaminsky as well. So Frank Kaminsky, he tweets right back at Dan Dockage. He says, hey, Dan, I'm just here to remind you that it's 2019 and cyberbullying is no longer cool. I'm such a good person that I feel like I needed to remind you. Again, great person to do such a thing. Hashtag cyberbullying isn't cool. Are we cool with the clap back there? I, how Do we give that points? Does he have Does he have a point? No. Yeah, like that no. was, especially with a guy like Frank who has come at people on Twitter a lot in his time there, correct? Not afraid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that is kind of weak. It's kind of lame. And, and I would think, be better, Frank. Be better. And I'm not a, I'm not here to be a fan of Dan Dockage by any stretch of the imagination. I just feel like that's a little bit of a weird clapback from old Frank Kaminsky. Somebody that did take a break on tw- of Twitter because of the mental health, you know, trying to get but off like, of it. But this is something that I did, but we've seen him before. Uh, Dan might be part of the reason for that. It, it might be. And so now he's coming out to you. Dan and won't leave him alone. He won't leave him alone. I, I would just say this. You can't have your family out here talking about free Frank, this, that, and the third. Oh, boy. And um, <laughs> His family can do whatever they want. They're his family. They're, well, at some point, you got to tell your mom and your sister, yo. No. Hush. <laughs> I would say, thank you, mom. Thank you, sister, you for supporting for me you. in this way. Of course. On social media? Yeah. Well, well, do not embarrass me in public. That's all I ask. And well, that was embarrassing. 
We'll love. see. If, we'll see if he gets any minutes against the Orlando Magic, who they play. Shelvin Mack, former member of the Orlando Magic, not exactly a great debut for him against the Indiana Pacers. And we all had questions about Tony Parker's injury, the severity of it when they signed Shelvin Mack. And Tony Parker, I think it would be the smart thing to just not play him in this game before the All Star break. Let him heal up. It's an old dude. That's fine. Let him sit out for a week and then bring him back afterwards. But he is questionable for tomorrow night's game against the Magic. Actually, no, he is doubtful. Tony doubtful. Parker is there you go. Doubtful for them. That just came over the wire. I want to say a couple minutes before we started. the wire. That's a technical term for the internet. That's right. Hey, I have a funny stat for you if you'd like. I would love it. So the Hornets much publicized. They are mired in in mediocrity this season. They they are they're like I've heard that take a, a couple times. Yeah, well, the the 500 mark, they're they're just a magnet for it. You know, they're bouncing around it right now two games under 500. Uh but they have a net rating right now of 0.0, 110.5 offensive rating, 110.5 defensive rating, perfectly zero. And that ranks them, that net rating, 15th out of 30 teams. Yeah. Stuck in the middle with the Hornets. Gotta love them. That's exactly what they show you. Shout out to Steelers Wheel. Every single time you see the Charlotte Hornets continue to be mired in 500. Also, real quick, 99.57 in pace, which would rank them 20th, which I think is surprising to me. That it's that fast? That, it was, or, that it's that slow. Yeah, because we, again, what was the entire discussion this offseason? Seeing a pace that is faster under James Borrego. The one thing that they have done is they have moved the ball a lot better than they used to. I think they are a lot better in assists per game than they were last year. They were towards the bottom, bottom third in the league. This year, I do mm-hmm. not think that is the case. Yeah, so, assist to turnover, 1.85. That ranks them eighth. And then an assist percentage, they rank... A little lower. 23rd, though, in assist percentage. Wow. So assists, so just the assist-to-turnover ratio. See, and the turnovers were never really a problem under Steve Clifford anyway. It was a team that didn't turn the ball over as as it was good at doing that. I would be interested, that assist percentage, though, I would be interested to see, and, and maybe I can pull it up during the break, but to see that assist percentage when Tony Parker plays... When he doesn't, yeah, and how many of how much of this is Kimba Walker? All right, guys, just hop on my back. We'll try to take you. You know, that's that is so. I I, take Gary, you there. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Kimba Walker's going to be singing, and you're just going to have to ride on his back to a victory. That's the only chance they have. Sometimes once it gets down to the fourth quarter, we'll take a quick break. We'll try to get back on track here on the Locked On Hornets podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked on Hornets. And just that I showed any kind of vulnerability, well, you, yeah, you I just, think Nada's just going to jump You are the over. gazelle limping <laughs> through the African <laughs> safari. I'm in the mud. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in some sticky yeah, mud. You are the hippo stuck in the mud. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm about to just get destroyed by Nas or by Nada's <laughs> By Nas. By Nas. <laughs> He's going to come out with me a rap battle. <laughs> it's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. The Hornets over-under at the beginning of the season was 35 and a half wins. And I felt like that was low at the time. And then we saw this graphic tweeted out by Goldsberry, and he mentioned all of the teams, and he had the line of where all the expectations were. And so you fall below the line if you are severely 
not living up to your expectations and vice versa. Hi, Boston. Sure. And so Boston is down below. So it's funny to see a graphic where the Charlotte Hornets are actually above the Boston Celtics and above the Golden State Warriors. And the Sixers and and the the Warriors. A lot of good teams that everybody just expected to win 50 games. In Bill Simmons' case, expected to win 67 games for his Boston Celtics. And none of those teams are actually living up to the hype. But the Charlotte Hornets... Again, 35 and a half wins was their projected total by Vegas at the beginning of the season. That was their over-under, at least. And the Hornets, just nine games away before they're able to pass that. And that they can do that. And I think if you put money on the Hornets at the beginning of the season, you'll probably be reaping in the benefits as I knock on wood for your wallet. Um, I, I might be losing money. You put the you put the under? At 35 and a half? Yes. We went over this. I have no faith in this team at any given point. When it comes to the Hornets and the points, I take the team that's got to cover. I take the opposing team that they're generally going to cover. You know why? Because you can't trust this team. You never can trust this team. I feel like you can trust them against the Orlando Magic usually, though. They destroy the Magic. Yes. Even Steve Clifford going over there, I thought that might save the Magic from all of the bullying that the Hornets have done to them over the last couple of years. It hasn't worked out so far. The Hornets got the Magic tomorrow night. You look at the matchup predictor for ESPN, it is a 54% indicator that the Orlando Magic are going to win at home. You're coming off of a couple of days rest for the Hornets, though. I Look, I understand you don't feel good about saying the Hornets are going to win any game. I would expect the did Hornets to win Did you see what they one. did to the Pelicans last night? The Orlando Magic? Yes. I did not see what they did to the Pelicans. They won very handily. And the Pelicans are in a disarray. 118-89. Yes. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't close. They're in a disarray, man. Anthony Davis. I did see Anthony Davis said that we did we didn't want to play tonight. He kept saying we, and Anthony Davis yeah. is the guy that doesn't want to play for that team. <laughs> and he kept I don't saying blame we. Them. Uh, fourth straight win for the Orlando Magic. They still do not have Markel Fultz. Won't probably won't see him until like May, if that. So the Hornets are due then. Orlando's going to lose this game. They've got. The game against the Hornets, that'll be their fifth attempt to try to get a win, five wins in a row. But yeah, I mean, you see the Southeast standings. You see this article, by the way, that it seems like this could be the worst ever division just as a whole when you add up all the wins and losses ever in all of NBA history. The Southeast division, that does see the Charlotte Hornets on top right now, yeah. sitting 27 and 29. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's I mean, gonna, somebody's got to win the division, right? That, that's going to be our victory this season. Do we get a banner for that? I, I hope so. I would hang it up. I'd wear that proud. Do we get a t-shirt? Are they selling those All-Star Weekend? Speaking of t-shirts... You got something for us? Well, you had an opportunity. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot to, about that. To uh, ask people if they would like t-shirts I did. at an all-star event, right? It was going to be my moment in the sun, uh-huh. the biggest mm-hmm. moment of fame I could ever achieve. Oh. I had the opportunity to MC First Take, which is going to be aired live here in Charlotte, North Carolina, in preparation for the all-star game. They're going to be hosting it at Bank of America Stadium. And so Stephen A. Smith... Max Kellerman, mm-hmm. Molly Kiram, all of them. They were going to be there and doing it live. And when you go to commercial breaks, there's going to be a live audience. And by the way, it's open to the public. So I think doors open at something like, is it 8.30, I believe, the doors open? And you don't need a ticket. So it's first come, first serve. If you want to go, feel free to go to Bank of America Stadium and go in and watch Stephen A. Smith. Hot take at work. And so you see, I think those guys live, when you go to commercial break, that's when an MC would come in uh-huh. and offer free t-shirts, you know, do whatever, hype up the crowd, just make sure it's entertaining for the live crowd. And I had a chance to be that guy. 
but I can because I got to host the show. It is during the hours between 7 and 10 in which they're taping. <laughs> so I have to do my all-important wake-up call rather than be an MC for Stephen A. Smith and Max Keller. Got to get those double AF takes you, in there, you buddy. Know, yeah, absolutely, man. We need to make sure that my opinion is heard over the airwaves of Charlotte it's about whatever topic you throw. It's out important. There. And and listen, uh, I would love I would love to hear your best. Do you want a T-shirt? Like, yeah, how would you ask that crowd if they wanted a T-shirt? Oh man, I'm no fly tie though. I, I gotta embrace. Who that. wants oh, wow. a T-shirt? <laughs> fly tie is going to be way better at this than I'm going to be. I have no clue how I would do it. I would have practiced. So just going out there asking. Yeah, man, this is. I'm trying to figure out the best way that I could possibly do it as I stall. <laughs> this is not great. This is not good. This is not a great stuff. Right. Um, who uh, who here would like a T-shirt? <laughs> Anybody interested in a T-shirt? All right. Can I interest anyone in a uh, 100% cotton T-shirt? All right, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. It's going to be absolutely mind blowing. Are you ready? Hey, everybody out there, who wants a free T-shirt? Yeah! <laughs> Was that exciting? Yeah. No. And then you have music. <laughs> I hope we get one of those moments, by the way. We haven't talked about that. Like, oh, I hope we moment? get one of those Fergie, like just weird NBA all-star moments. It just seems like there's one every year from a performer, from someone involved with the game. There's just always a weird moment. My I money's on Charlotte- Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen is a good, I, th- I think that's probably a good way to go. Kevin Hart gave us one, was it last season or a couple of years ago, where it was an awful introduction to the starting lineups. Yes, it, it, was, it was brutal. It was cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. And that might have been the same one as Fergie messing up the national anthem. Yeah. I think that was just an all-timer, which I think it was supposed to be in Charlotte. So man, we missed out on that. I mean, we have Doctor Oz playing the Celebrity All Star Game. So you're, you know, you're, that. I want to see Doctor Oz just cross people up. I think that would be the fun. Who would be the funniest if we found out they were good at basketball? That's the problem, man. We can't play these games because the celebrities aren't celebrity enough. We all, can't have yeah, fun with these them. games. All of them. No, I, if right. any of them show out, it will be a, a <laughs> well, huge well, no, surprise. Quavo, we know Quavo can ball. Uh, Quavo, Quavo is the headliner. There are podcasters involved in this NBA All-Star you know, game. What the shout hell? out. What the hell, Charlotte? We shout can't out, play basketball? Shout out to the podcasters. What is it again? What, what are the two guys from? You've got two of them from the same damn podcast, and we can't get an appearance. I forget what it, we don't even know the podcast. I don't know. I had it pulled up. But These I are the it. opinions of Doug Branson and Walker Mail. I have nothing to do with this. You sell out. I am angry. <laughs> Come on, Charlotte. Where are you? We got a podcast about you. and We can't even get on the Spectrum Center. Like we can't even get on the floor. You won't allow us play. You well, you'll be there. You should just find a way. I want to sneak in. Maybe go in the laundry cart. And listen, Doctor Oz will take any money. I mean, his his show is clear on that. Like they they advertise anyone and anything and any fraudulent thing. So you just offer him some money, and you could probably get his jersey. I really wish I wasn't here. I really <laughs> wish I wasn't here for this. Right <laughs> I, I don't. I feel like we shouldn't be. You're scared. trying to ruin my red carpet moment here, Branson. Don't do this to me. Yeah, I am this close. Thanks to Nada Edwards for joining the podcast with us, as he always does. He is a key part of this podcast, shares every single opinion that we do, even it's if it's negative on the celebrities. And he works for Dime, in case you were wondering. Thanks to you for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you get your podcast. Just search Locked On Hornets. I hate you all. <laughs> Flip.